hear you. No way. Oh, it's recording. Hi. All right, Brian. How's it going, buddy? Are you uh, on speaker? Nah. uh, Can you hear me better now? Yeah. No, no. My plug. No, like you're not on speaker. I was just wondering because like I didn't want to put my head up to the mic, but fuck it, I will. Are you yeah, uh, are you on speaker or how are you doing this? No, I'm just like putting it next to my head now. All right, just like you're talking on the phone. Are you, is that what All you're right. doing? Well, everybody, this is the B and E podcast. The Brian and Ernie. I'm Ernie. That's Brian. I'm Brian. All so right. yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what uh what to expect from this. You know, for all I know, this could be a uh, first and last kind of deal, but uh, hey, we'll see. Every Tuesday, every Tuesday, we're going to do it. Try to Even call in Mike friends. Oh, shit. <laughs> Today's practice. Yeah, Practice dude, makes perfect. Did you end up going to the like, driving range? No, nah, I ended up going. I was thinking about uh, making a little theme song on the guitar. Just a little... Fuck Copy the Rogan, and then uh, maybe throw a little drums on uh, on GarageBand. Fuck yeah. Oh, who knows, dude. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, dude, so last night, what were you watching? Subway Series, or were you watching uh, NBA Final? A little of both. Um, I kind of turned it off and watched House of Cards, finishing that up. I'm on oh. season three now. But I'm sure, as you know, tonight is UFC 225. Be there, Yoel Romero, Robert Whitaker, two all. Oh. Are you pumped? Are you pumped, dude? I'm pretty pumped. I am pretty fucking pumped. Dude. I just emailed you at Heat Thirty Two M. Aim. Hey, can you get emails from there? Hell yeah, dude. Aim emails lit. I just emailed you the first CM Punk fight. <laughs> it oh, is God, so bad. Up, it's so bad. So, yo, yeah, what's his deal? He used to just be a pro, a pro wrestler? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Let's see. Let me know when you got that loaded, because I'll watch it at the same time. As you I'm pulling up that fucking... email account right now. So, I'm going to look up CM Punk. Punk? I think Punk? he yeah, used Punk. to be like a WWE kind of guy, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, he, he definitely was. I saw all those videos and shit, but I want to see like if he has any wrestling experience. I was listening to Brandon Schwab's podcast. And he was like, is, is he, he going to be is fucking he good? Yeah, he Schwab, said that. Dude, you got to check it out, dude. He's fucking, he really knows. Like him and Rogan, like, oh, he re- his podcast is really good for UFC shit. Yeah, he's always on there. Fucking the MMA podcast. Well, he fought professionally. I'm sure you know better than I do. But, um. And he, he came in, I saw he fought in the same show, like the, the, um, the UFC Ultimate Fighter that, um. You had Kimbo Slice on. <laughs> Pretty sure it was the same, was the same season. That's, yeah, so that's what I was watching for Kimbo. And then he was, Brendan Shaw was on there. He, I don't think he won, but he, I think he made it to the finals. Uh, dude, but he, Joe Rogan just ripped him that one time, dude. Oh so my bad. God, I saw, I made Bella watch that. She was like, <laughs> why are you making me watch this? I'm like, I don't know. This is hilarious. <laughs> he literally is just like, you are going to get knocked out in the next couple of years. Like, you're, you suck. He's I'm like, saying you, this because I just... care about you. <laughs> Goddamn. So, God, yeah, so I'm man, trying I to pull this up. Right I'm sorry. I, cut, I keep cutting you off over there. No, it's all good. But, yeah, no, CM Punk, uh, yeah, he just was on the uh, WWE type shit, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> Your valid resources. Oh, dude, this is so whack. So, Are you my AOL email. So, look, listen to this. My AOL email. 
right? I need to like enter some code that I have to my Yahoo email that's backed up, but I forgot my Yahoo password and the verification <laughs> for my Yahoo email went to my AOL. So I'm just fucked right now. So I'm just going <laughs> to YouTube CM Punk last fight. What do you, what do you type in on YouTube? Uh, here, what did I Google? It, I Googled CM Punk first fight in UFC. I think he, I think that's his only fight, right? Yeah, he's zero one. Dude, and the guy it was so fit, embarrassing. Dude, the fact that he's even on the main card is kind of a joke, dude. They got fucking um, Alistair Overeem's fighting. He's not even on the main card, but CM Punk is. Like, that's pretty fucking. Alistair Overeem. Yeah, dude, he's fighting in the. Uh, it's gonna be on Fox Sports One. You can watch that for free. Is it uh, Mickey Gall? CM Punk versus Mickey Gall. Gall. UFC 203? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, the video is like 229. Right. Two, 2 minutes, 29 seconds. I have 245, but fuck it. So I try it's to find the so fucking bad. You don't, you don't have to. But fuck like him. you can just see, like he he like runs in. And he's like having fun, like getting announced. Like he's like hiding five and like Bruce Buffer. <laughs> Dude, Joe oh, Rogan kicks his ass. So we're gonna beat the fuck out of him. That's it. Here it comes. I think toe to toe. No, I think that was the video I just saw, which didn't do it justice. No. The one I'm looking at. Go go back and do the one that's two minutes ten seconds. Two minutes ten seconds. Go back and do the one that's two minutes ten seconds. It's perfect. I typed it on YouTube. Let me try typing on Google. Oh, so it was the guy. You hear Rogan saying this guy's like a, <laughs> a, a legit brown belt in jujitsu, and he, this, this you can clearly see him punks a, a white belt, and he's just getting destroyed on the ground. I have two minutes eleven seconds. Yeah, two minutes eleven. I'll bet. But like, dude, like the beginning thing, he just rushes oh, there in we go. like a fucking idiot. Right there. Shoots. Right yeah, he down. just fucking attacks him. Wait, is yeah, CM Punk it, white? Oh, yeah, he's black shorts. He's getting fucked he's up black. right off the gate. Oh, yeah. And, like, just absolutely no defense for this. Oh, my God. Like, I, I would know better what to do to get out of that than this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, he's this just guy's like not fucking doing shit. It get, it, it's just, like, he gets manhandled. Like, against the cage, you're supposed to twist to the left. And then push like your hand down and walk up and like lean on the cage and walk up it. That's like what everybody tries to do. And he was Ooh. just against the cage, not doing oh. anything. Dude, he's Great just defense got a bent over on top of him, punching the shit out of him. Oh my god! God bless. Not moving anything. Tapped him. He already tapped him. The one I'm watching. I want to see. If- Oh my god! I didn't see the interview. So we'll see what happens with CM Punk. You heard fuck about this guy, Yoel Romero, bro. He didn't even make weight. Nick missed weight by two ounces. So he came in at what one eighty point one eighty point two, and now he doesn't get the belt. That's fucking nuts. Now all those months of training, all down the shit. You see the Rogan podcast with him and uh, Yoel Romero and Joe Rogan and Joey. That was awesome. Dude. No, it was uh, yeah, Joey Diaz. Yeah, I thought you said Joey Diaz, Diaz translating for him. It was really interesting Dude. hearing just like the ranking system they have over there. I mean, it was fucking like the Cubans because he's like off the boat from Cuba. 
Yeah, no, that's fucking nuts. You know how he's 40? Yo, Al? Yeah, dude. Dude, people were saying if he loses this one, it might be like, like he might be done after that. Because he's so old. Yeah, probably. I mean, he looks like he's 25. <laughs> but, dude, he's fucking jacked, Dude, Holly Holmes bro. is fighting tonight? Yeah, dude, this is a sick card. Curtis Blades is fighting Alistair Overeem. If you look for the if you look for like the money line, Curtis Blades is minus one seventy five. Like I would take Alistair Overeem plus one fifty five. Wait, Rafael does Rashad Evans, dude. On... Rashad Evans is fighting too. He's not even on the main card either. Well, I mean, actually, no, I think he is. Sergio Pettis no, is fighting. Thought... Oh, oh, he's a. Uh... Yeah, no, he's not on the main. Yeah, dude, Sergio Pettis is fighting. Um... Joseph Benavidez. Yo, Sergio Pettis is something to watch. I want to watch that fight too. Dude, he's gonna be on. This in like is a sick card. He's gonna be on like seven. That's not even the main card, I don't think. That, that's you know Pettis, right? He's his Anthony Pettis is his brother. Yeah. You know Anthony Pettis. Yeah. Have you seen him run off the cage and kick Ben Henderson in the fuck in the in the face when he like back? I think it was before the UFC. It was like before the the UFC had that weight division. They were the WEC. Really? And then, and then UFC allowed... I think they bought the WEC, and they added, like, those other weight classes. And, and Dude, he, listen and to this. They... Sorry, I keep going. I'm killing you. Sergio no, Pettis is fighting in the early prelims, all right? So that's going to be going on around 6-15-7. And then uh, Curtis Blades and Alistair Overeem is fighting in the prelims. and then But still, CM Punk is in the main card. So explain that one to me. Ever well, it's fucking just money. I mean, like, you're getting... Exactly. The whole thing is exactly money. That's what it is. I mean, the truth... Dude, I'll watch all six hours of that shit, bro. Early prelims, you can get Rashad Evans, and you can get Sergio Pettis, and then the prelims, you get Curtis Blades, and so fucking Rashad Evans, just feel, I feel like he's done. Still, that's a nice name, though. For best he used to be the champion. Prelims, dude, it's usually... Exactly. Early prelims, I feel like, is usually these no-name guys. Like, that's a fucking stacked card. And then they got Arlovsky in the main card, CM Punk, which is obviously going to be the fight of the night, Holly Holm, <laughs> Covington versus Dos Anjos. Dude, what's going with this Covington guy, bro? You heard, I heard he's a, a little shit talker over there. Dude, they're both shit talkers. Fucking anyone from Brazil, the Dos Anjos guy is fucking insane. They all look like pit bulls. And he's fucking <laughs> the pit bulls of the UFC, are the, everyone from Brazil. They're just fucking tough guys in jiu-jitsu just going to snap your fucking neck. Dude, I, mean, I don't. I don't really know that much, but is this? It must. You heard so what Cody Covington the said. Uh, yeah, this is the interim. So whoever wins, yeah. What way? But um, you heard what Cody shit. Covington said uh, when he was in Brazil. I think it's like one seventy. Yeah, it's one. Yeah, one seventy. Waited at one sixty nine. I can't but, wait um, to see fucking the champ. Who's the the champion? Tyron Woodley. I can't wait to that? see that him him fight. Yeah, next. Tyron Woodley. That'd be fucking dope, dude. Tyron legs Woodley. He's gonna fight the winner. Legs are like sucks. fucking goddamn tree trunks. But uh, dude, Covington, you heard what he said when he was in Brazil? He was like, when he won, he was like, "Brazil, you're a dump. You're all a bunch of losers." Or some shit like that. <laughs> you heard hilarious. he said that? No. He literally said word for word, like when he grabbed the, he grabbed the mic at the very end after he won. He goes, "This place is a dump." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, immediately, security just like escorted him out. It was insane. And he, dude, That's he was talking up. shit about Joe Rogan, bro. He was yeah, talking what like was that shit about Joe Rogan. I don't, honestly, I'm going to Google it right now. I'm gonna, Cody Covington or Joe Rogan. Because it was like, 
And people are asking him, like, oh, like, if you win, are you, when you talk to Rogan, are you going to, like, try to say anything to him? And he was like, nah, like, he's kind of a homo, honestly. I'm not really uh, too crazy about him. He's, like, a really, like, he's, like, a Conor McGregor, but, like, way less cool. No one's fucking Conor McGregor. I'm saying just, like, shit-talking-wise. McGregor's the best at shit-talking, but this guy is just, uh... Not Joe really, Rogan uh, says, I'm not scared. Really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching this fucking. <laughs> He's calling a fake news. I don't fucking want. I'm, this is 17 minutes. I, I'm gonna skip to Joe Rogan. <laughs> before we go, before we go, Chicago, UFC. Ooh, good one. Cody Covington, don't slap. Don't slap. When I say you guys slap me, don't slap me. Or stop the shit. Oh, that's what it is. He says he. He says, I'll give Rogan a pass. I won't slap him in Chicago. Oh, I like Kobe. I like what he's doing. He talks a lot of shit. I'm just saying, be careful. He's talking good. This is our podcast. We just listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This part is facts, though. What he's saying. He's saying the only reason he's getting going to get a chance to shot fight for the interim is because of his shit talking, not because of his fucking talent. Yeah, it's all sales. So this is what um listen up real quick. This is what your boy Colby said to Rogan. I guess uh Rogan had like a comment to say about Colby talking shit to John Jones. So Colby was like, I've decided to let things go with Joe. I've decided to give him a pass. I'm feeling pretty good, you know, so I'm in good spirit. I won't slap him when he interviews me at the end of the fight. Basically saying he's gonna win and if he could he would just beat the shit out of Joe Rogan, but he's feeling nice. So we'll give Rogan a pass. Could you imagine, Rogan, Colby Covington, how does it feel to be? No, I feel like whatever the fuck. And he just smacks the shit out of him. <laughs> That'd be fucking that hilarious. testosterone replacement therapy coming out of Joe Rogan's neck. Oh, dude. That'd be fucking awesome. That would be Joe, hilarious. Dude, Joe, they had a fucking meme about that. It was like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really uh, slap Joe Rogan. And then the, the, it was like a, a meme that had, it had like, it was like almost a gif. And then it goes to Joe Rogan, like, doing a sidekick to the fucking bag and, like, doing all this jujitsu and fucking training and fucking kicking. Yeah, Like, just yeah, beating yeah. the shit out of the bag. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna fuck around. I'm not gonna slap him. <laughs> Dude, no that's reason. the video no. where he was kicking the shit out of the bag. It's like, that's the reason, motherfucker. Dude, he was showing, like, dude, that, at the time, George St. Pierre had the belt, the 170 belt, and he was... Showing Joe, like Joe Rogan was showing him, like GSP, how to do that side. That was the side leg kick. You seen that video, right? Yeah, I'll do that. I think I sent you that video on Instagram. Yeah, it was fucking. Uh, I I saw that. I remember like seeing that in high school. Like, oh, that's like when I, I first started looking at Joe Rogan. Like, because like I was, I started getting into the UFC and like all the videos on the side would be like Joe Rogan argues about marijuana. And I'd be like, <laughs> and, it's like and that's like I just started smoking weed, so I was fucking clicking on that shit. And, okay. and then like. Joe Rogan destroys feminists. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's when my love for Joe Rogan began. All right, so real quick. Whitaker versus Romero. Brian Wallace on the record. 
What is your prediction for this fight? Who's going to win? You know, I'll let you pick the round if you're feeling frisky, but end of the day, who do you have? Keep in mind, real quick, the line is Whitaker minus 226, Romero plus 191. Wow. Um, it's tough. I think Whitaker is going to take it again. But something tells me Yoel is just going to just come in and knock him out. Dude, I love Yoel Romero after that podcast. The way he was explaining just how the Cubans like kind of do all their training, like there's, you probably remember, there's like tiers. It's almost mm-hmm. like a pyramid. So like the guys in the bottom when they train, like the shitty guys, they eat like maybe one meal a day. And then there's like a tier above them. So if there's like 10 guys, there might be like five guys in the bottom eating a meal a day. Then above them, there's guys that are a little bit better and they get to eat like two meals a day. And then on top of that, it's like the number one guy. And he's like the only, maybe one or two guys get to eat all three meals a day. And like pretty much the better fighter you are, the better you are, the better you get treated. Yeah, Everybody I forgot about it. that. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Dude, and they all, it's it's cut, so it's like cutthroat. It's like, do I, am I hungry? Do I want to eat more food? So I got to fucking kick this guy's ass. And they all train together all day long. So if one of them fucks up their wrist, they're all like, oh, you see his wrist is fucked up. Like, and they capitalize on that real quick because they all, it's dude, they want to be number one more than anything. Because it's fucking, they only eat one meal a day right now. So if they notice you fuck up your wrist during sparring, they're going to come at you real quick. So the guys, they have to, he, he was saying, he's like, you got to be real tough. Like, you fuck up your wrist. You can't show that shit. People are going to pounce on you. So you got to just keep it cool all day long. Fucking really intense. A lot of sick athletes come out from Cuba. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy that Whitaker, the last fight, do you remember Whitaker? He um, got kicked in the knee by Romero, like by a front kick. You remember that? I was watching the uh, UFC uh, promo like video, whatever the fuck. It's like forty five minutes long last night, and I saw that highlight. Dude, it was fucking so impressive. I was like literally astonished. Like, Yoel did this front kick. He like, jumped up and like did like a kick down, like in a downward angle, right yeah, on the top right of his now. knee. And dude, the, Whitaker literally was like he like had trouble walking, but he literally was just putting weight on it. Just, just so that Yoel didn't know, and he literally just walk was like moving as if as if he was fine, and then he would like turn around after rounds, and like he you could just like his face was like in such pain, and then like he would like turn back around, and he would just like go and look completely normal, like whenever he was facing <laughs> Yoel, like he just looked, he he was always composed, and then he like would turn around, and be like ah, fuck. <laughs> and then he, he just kept up his doing it. something like that, right? He kept fucked up his knee, and then he. And then yeah. he started throwing kicks at the end and started just beating the shit out of him. So, like, that's Yo, it. If Yoel can knock him out, like, the the longer the fight goes, the the long, the, uh, the greater chances Whitaker has to yeah. close this fight. Dude, Romero's a big guy, bro. I see what you're saying. Just because Whitaker, I'd imagine, probably has better endurance. Dude, you got to watch that last fight. I'm, was, I'm actually, uh, I have the highlights pulled up right now. He, like, Yoel is just a specimen. Just, like, literally comes out, and you're like, there's not a chance this guy Whitaker has like <laughs> can even is gonna escape the Dude, the first round. Noel this, Romero this is jacked, bro. He's just like a springy motherfucker. He just is like ready to like knee you in the face. Like by the time you bl- like blink, he's just so fucking quick. <laughs> Dude, and then Wh- Whitaker says- Whitaker is so technical. He just he's so technical. You gotta see is his he? highlights. He, he's so fucking technical. He's it's it's like literally so fucking beautiful to watch. He he, like someone comes in and he, he without like 
UL would just try to like do an explosive move to be, uh, you know, surprising. And you just see he just steps one one way, leans in, punches him right in the freaking face. Like he just – Oh, my God. He's he's so technical. Like he's yeah, – I'm going to be watching he highlights just all night long. I really – I'm going to try Dude. to watch as much of this shit as possible. I'm going to watch highlights up until the main card for sure. I might even watch the prelims, honestly. I'm going to definitely – I'm going to throw the prelims on. You know, so I'm actually going to do some of this web development, man. Oh, when Yeah. You- me and Bella are going to fucking tackle it and start this fucking... I've been doing the videos, you know, I think, uh, you know, after after we hang up, I'm going to I'm gonna do a little bit of the, more of the videos, but, like, I, I just want to get good with WordPress and, like, just be able to just fucking make any website that's, you know, pretty easy and just bidding on, bidding on contracts. <laughs> you should take a look at that uh, course I, you know, Upwork. I'm doing right now. Com, right? Yeah, that the Udemy is the course, but and guys, yeah, keep like, in mind we do not have any affiliation with Upwork dot com. They do not send us any money. We just really believe in their product. They are a great <laughs> website. Um, and this podcast is brought to you by the Fleshlight. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by the Fleshlight, the best anyway, pleasure option, <laughs> best pleasure options. Dos Angeles <laughs> versus Covington. Covington at minus one thirty five. Dos Angeles at plus one fifteen. I'll take Dos Anjos plus 115, bro. Yeah, I'm taking Dos I'll take that. Holly Holmes minus 155 versus Anderson 135. I'd probably take Holly Holmes. Arvlovsky plus 190. I don't know know Megan Anderson's name. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. That's why I'd probably take Holly Holmes. (laughs) I know her name. Holly, Um, I mean, Holly's just a fucking beast. Dude, Overeem over Curtis Blades. I would take Overeem any day, bro. I don't know. Overeem just co- is, Overeem's coming off of... Shit. Was it? Yeah. Well, Overeem's got Overeem knocked out by Nagano, no- right? <laughs> no, He's got knocked out like the past three fights. <laughs> Dude, he got that Dude, Pez was dispenser a- uppercut from Nagano. Oh, my God. That guy is fucking scary. He, and Alistar is fucking number two. That's how shit the fucking heavyweight goddamn division is. What the fuck? I... How is he number two? Because uh, they don't have uh, Brock Lesnar in there yet. That's why. And we got another good girl fight. You know, Brian, <clears throat> I was uh, sitting on my couch last night. I was watching the uh, Yankee-Met game Subway Series. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it, um, but there was at one point, I think it was in the sixth inning, Masahiro Tanaka gets on base, works his way over to third, right? And then he starts sprinting for home plate. Scores the run, unfortunately. Now the score was tied one to one, and then he walks off and he get, exits the game with a hamstring injury. So I was sitting there, and I got a text from my dear friend John Rotel from my hometown. Um, and he texted me, "This is why the GH is bullshit. Watch now, you're gonna see Masahiro Tanaka's gonna be out for a week because of hamstring tightness. They're pitchers. Why should they have to do that?" And I was like, "All right, come on, dude. It's a ninety foot sprint. Uh, you know, you're a professional athlete." You should be able to take the sprint. Even, <clears throat> what's their name? Bob Costas and uh, I think it was John Smoltz was the other commentator on the game. They were talking about, oh, you know, this is why they need to in- <clears throat> bring the DH over to the NL. This is ridiculous. But b- b- these players, they're just not training for this type of work. Uh, not training for this type of work. It's a 90-foot sprint, all right? If you can't sprint <laughs> 90 feet, uh, how are you not a professional? If you can't sprint 90 feet without getting your hand, you know, without hurting yourself. God forbid there's a fire athlete? in his house. And he needs to make... A little bit of a hustle. 
<laughs> so what, no, what do you think ridiculous. about that? What do you think about the whole the DH rule? Are you for it? Are you against it? <laughs> what's, what's your hot take? I like, Brian? I mean, because of, uh, I'll, I'll relate it to Super Smash Brothers. I like the variable okay. that the DH brings. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like how it's split. Yeah, you know, like just so there that there are people complaining. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't really care. I think it's like I I think it's cool that pitchers are like when they are batting the NL, and then it's like, how how much more special is it when when you get like a good pitcher and right. and he's also you know a good hitter. It's, it's so a fucking like game. It's not like it's not like we demand we demand hits. No, it's like this guy's a pitcher. He's not good. He's he's probably gonna bunt. But how about how about they fucking just do a little bit of sprints and do a little bit of hitting training? Why, you know, why not? There's a fucking the, uh, the, the Asian guy. He's fucking he's raping uh, it on that. <laughs> Otani. He just got put Dude, in Otani Shinati. He just got yeah. He just got put on the DL, but he was fucking the man though. They would DH him like every night. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. I could see if it was like you know I could see if it was the kind of play where he's running his balls off to home plate. It's a throw at the plate. He makes a sliding dive. You know, maybe he hasn't trained how to dive and stuff like that because that's just not what he has to train for. But it's he was just – it was a sprint. You know, it, you know, 90 feet, bam. You know, it was a fast jog. Well, you don't have to slide into it or anything like that. And he, you should be able to run without fucking pulling a hamstring. Yeah, no, I think it's fucking retarded. How much they, – they're getting paid so much. It's, it's ridiculous. My friend brought up a good point, though. He said – uh you know, where, where's the entertainment in having a, a a ninth batter that comes up and he bats, you know, a, a 0.9 average, nine batting average, you know what I mean? How, how is that entertaining? So, yeah, but it has some strategy to the game, you know, so I, I see both sides. I, I, I see both sides on the, on the whole DH rule. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, what's his like... name? <clears throat> what's his? <clears throat> what, what were you going to say? No, I, I, I agree. I mean, that's why it's – I mean – the DL is not like a written rule. It's technically still an experiment that was started in the 70s. I and mean, it's just an yeah. ongoing, quote-unquote, experiment. It's just fucking weird. My dad told me that. I was like, what? <laughs> it's fucking weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, I, I don't fucking... I think they all should fucking... I, I like the fact that they they would bat. And, I don't know. Just to be, I think it would be fucking crazy, too, if pitchers getting thrown at, too. It's That's fucking exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, here's a uh, little pop. Here's a little pop question for you, a little pop quiz. Who was the first player? Oh, you know what? Let's do this real quick. Real quick, pop quiz. Bear with me, there, folks. All right. All right. Can you hear? It? Wait. All right. Four can you hear the Jeopardy. Okay. Here we have Brian Wallace. Brian. Our million-dollar question for you is, who was the first person to ever bat at the DH in the MLB? Ah, oh, shit. I knew this. Can, can I phone a friend? Dude, I have no, I have no clue. Do you know, what's, that you know where it might have happened? <laughs> what? Okay, you can, can you name it? Can you at least guess a year? I'm going to say 19... 19- 73. Brian, you are a lucky winner. Burr, 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 burr. Is that right? The first DH reflects on how the position changed the game. On April 6, 
1973 at Fenway <laughs> Park, Mr. Ron Blomberg Bloomberg became the first player in Major League history to start in the game, take position on the bench instead of on the field. The first ever DH. So if you guys wow, listen at home, great. ever get onto a sports talk show or a sports quiz show, and that's the question, Ron Bloomberg, 1973, Fenway Park. I just gave you a nice little nugget of knowledge. <clears throat> but anyway, back to what we were kind of talking about before. This guy, Bob Costas, I don't know, I always liked that guy, but he was kind of pissing me off a little bit. He was just so for the DH in every aspect. He was saying how at least they can do one of three things, do the DH everywhere, which is kind of like the obvious thing everyone's talking about. They could stop interleague play altogether. Which is fucking kind of stupid to me. Like I think I think it's cool, at least geographically, how two New York teams can play each other. Maybe they don't have to travel as much. And he goes, or oh, the other thing they could do is any time there is interleague play, the National League team, the National, yeah, the National team always has to do a DH. But I was like, just keep it the way it is, man. Like, huh. yeah, I mean, I like how it's split, so you kind of you can kind of compare right. National League versus American League. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would just make it all, all or one, you know, not like, a big proponent of the DH. He would be, <laughs> but that's today's hot take. Um, you know, interesting stuff. I don't know. I just thought I'd bring it up because, uh, they were harping on it on the game forever. And then I was, uh, my friend was texting me about it. So, yeah, maybe we'll bring it up on the podcast. Yeah, man, I gotta fucking start watching a little bit more. I, I stopped watching. I got, I just got. I feel like betting puts me a little bit more into it. Got a p- couple oh, games on right now. Hell yeah! Probably. I'll be honest with you. Last night was the first time I sat down and actually watched the game start to finish all season. So, not too proud of myself, but hey, busy guy. So how was uh? But tonight, Ooh. you you think you'd want to fucking nice do some of tonight. that uh on the on, you know the the web dev shit? Yeah, dude, for sure. We go to hashtag Upwork.com for all you guys listening at home. That's UPs-WORK.com. <laughs> yeah, the, what's really cool about that course, too, is the whole section on freelancing. The guy sh- like pretty much says, you know, this is how I started. You know, I don't, I don't, I quit my job after I started doing this. And, you know, he definitely had a little bit more experience. But if you go through this whole course, he took a year to make it. It's only 30 hours, but... It gives you like the fundamentals to be able to learn and teach yourself how to do anything that you would do that, that you would need to be bidding on a contract. So, what the freelancing side, like he he showed like when he like his first contract he got was on Craigslist. So like there's a whole sales aspect of just going and getting getting a, a job, going going and getting a you know a job on on different on different platforms and. You know, just there's multiple platforms like Upwork, so just making platforms like that, scrolling something through, called Fiverr too, right? What? What? F I F I V E R Fiverr Fiverr. I will. I I'm not sure about that one, but yeah, I mean, it's super interesting. I just feel like they're uh, if I could just do that and just n- not have to fucking answer like these fucking bullshit emails and have to talk to people who are just fucking, you know. Just taking their day out on me, <laughs> like just like yeah. I feel like I just, it's a giant waste of time. Unless you're really, <laughs> unless you're really getting you know compensated for it, and I'm not, so I feel like I should just fucking ruthlessly attack this. 
Dude, I feel you on that. Can you hear me okay right now? I kind of I just plugged the headphones in. I wanted to see maybe that works a little bit better. Am I coming in okay on your end? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Have you um? Yeah, you man. The shit, Changing the, shit the subject though. The, you should uh, get a you cat. You the shit that went on uh with uh, uh T.O. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I I just saw the headline. He did not show up to the ceremony. Well, he got inducted. Right, and then um, he was like, "Oh, I should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer all day. Like, there's no reason I shouldn't be a first ballot Hall of Famer." So this is his third opportunity to be a Hall of Famer. He finally got voted in for some reason, and um, one of the ah, I forgot the guy's name. I'm gonna have to Google it. I'm, I actually went over to my living room, currently packing a bowl real quick, but uh, I am gonna go have to go and Google the gentleman's name. Works for the Hall of Fame committee for the NFL. Nice man. He was on a Michael K. show, matter of fact. And he uh, tweeted out right after it happened. He goes, if I knew – because OJ, once he realized, all right, I'm in the Hall of Fame, he tweeted, made a giant tweet saying, thanks for putting me in the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to go though, something along those lines. And uh, the guy that works for the Hall of Fame committee then tweeted. He goes, oh, well, if I knew OJ wasn't going to go, I wouldn't have voted for him. And it's kind of just like, why Like, why does that change anything? Why does – if he was going to go, why does that change – like your opinion on his abilities as a player, you know what I mean? Does that, does that make sense? It's all fucking house of cards, fucking bunch of politics bullshit. It's all nonsense. Fucking... How, if he wasn't going to go to the ceremony, how does that impact your void as if he was one of the be- better players to ever play the game or not? You know what I'm saying? Like, how does that? What does that have to do with his level of talent? Does it, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I'm plugging my head clear now. Oh, oh headphone twins. I'm gonna, then, uh, I'm gonna go pack a bowl myself. Oh, bowl brothers! But then, um, so yeah, that guy who was in—he works for the Hall of Fame committee. He ended up uh, calling into the Michael K. show right after, and he was just saying how, like, oh, he disrespected the committee. There's no reason, like, he should be allowed to tweet stuff like that and still get inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I was just sitting there. Are you kidding me right now? He's T.O. Obviously, he deserves to be in there. I just don't understand what his actual appearance in the ceremony has to do with him earning the right to be in the Hall of Fame. It's, it's just absurd. Well, who are you to who say that? I? That's a good question. And there's just like this level of mystery behind it. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to the MLB Hall of Fame, the voting is completely different. It's all entirely public. And this year, I think they're actually going to display every single uh, – because what it is is all the different reporters in the MLB, they all fill out a questionnaire. Um, for those of you that don't know, all the different reporters in the MLB fill out a questionnaire. So it's hundreds of different people, uh, but it is disclosed. There's no names on it. But this year, they are going to do it where they vote and they put their names on it, and you're going to be able to see who voted for what and who was the one person that made it. So, you know, this, that, and the other guy is no longer in the – Can you are, you, are we still recording? We're still recording? Brian? Hello. I'm going to assume that we're still recording. I'm not sure if Brian is still with me. Oh, Nick Van Brown is such a homo. Brian, are you there? Brian, are you with us? 
I think you. I think I'm still recording though. All right, guys. <clears throat> Just in case we're not recording anymore, this is the Ernie Show. Brian has left us, um, so I'm taking over right now. Uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Geno's on Elmwood. Geno's on Elmwood, located in Buffalo, New York. Come get us at Geno's. Go to the Geno's website, located on Elmwood Ave, New Buffalo, New York. And you enter the promo code Brian420. That's B R I 